Welcome back to Social Research, and Trish, I'd like to welcome you to our remote show. Um, it's a pleasure having you. Uh, we've also corresponded quite a bit during the uh, pandemic, and, and I just want to talk to you a little bit about your business and what you actually provide in terms of services for some of our viewers. So maybe we can talk a little bit about changing paces and you know, it's an appropriate kind of name because we've been changing and evolving with this whole pandemic and it's been really challenging and uh, especially for employment, for employers, making employment accessible and you're kind of a, a great advocator for accessibility. And I just wanted to talk to you a little bit about your services and maybe you can tell us about that. Sure. Well, first of all, pleasure to be here, Frank. I thank you so much for inviting me to be on the show. I always uh, capture and, and embrace any opportunity to spread the word about advocacy and uh, for advocating for the needs of people with disabilities. Um, in terms of my services, actually, they're quite broad. Um, I First of all, I work with people with disabilities. Um, mostly, I work with entrepreneurs with disabilities. I help them to uh, build a, uh, a stable income that they can rely on and uh, keeps them afloat when their health is rocking the boat. Um, but I also work with businesses, helping them to actually boost profitability studies have shown by up to 30 percent can you believe that number it's amazing actually um, i have great uh, take great pleasure in teaching entrepreneurs and uh, business owners how to make their businesses accessible to that 25 20 to 25 percent of our population who has a disability it's quite a large number actually in fact i like to tell business owners that if you're not serving people with disabilities, you may as well stand at the door, assuming we were in face-to-face -face business again, um, but you may as well stand at the door of your establishment and turn every fifth or fourth customer away because that's who you're shutting out. Yeah, a lot of businesses don't realize that there is a huge uh, amount of revenue that is out there for individuals with uh, disabilities. And as you know, as even our population, as it grows older, as we grow older, we're gonna encompass different types of disability barriers that we all come up with ourselves. And then you're looking at individuals who, you know, are caregivers or are people who've acquired a disability, all of a sudden their life changes. And so Absolutely. this is uh, individuals with spending power. And so it's very important for businesses to become very accessible. And I know it's interesting, you've also uh, created uh, an accessible customer service program. Can you tell me a little bit about that? I, I have actually, uh, it started in 2007 um, because the first deadline under the AODA, the Accessibility mm -hmm. for Ontarians with Disabilities Act, the disability legis, for those that don't know, the disability legislation in Ontario, um, uh, January 1st, 2008, was the first deadline. And the first uh, compliance requirement was to for organizations, uh, public sector organizations to train their staff on providing customer service to people with disabilities. So that was the deadline that I developed my training for. No, and that's really important because that was the first initiative, I guess, with the province. 
with exactly. AODA, which is important. Because yeah. how do we serve individuals with disabilities? And you're talking about uh, situations where you may not have a ramp that goes and in, in, enters into your shop. Or what about persons with uh, seeing eye dogs? What, what is your policy on, on those types of things? So I, it's a whole different way of looking, a dynamic of looking uh, how to serve persons with disabilities. And again, getting them into your shop. That's really important. Uh, and there's a lot of important work that you're doing and, and groundbreaking in that. And I know that you're also busy with uh, website accessibility. And I, I am. I am. <laughs> so can you tell us a little bit about that? I um, actually I took on a team member, um, an amazing lady, um, about a year ago, and uh, she actually I scooped her up from the uh, city of Ottawa. <laughs> she is uh, an amazing uh, ex website accessibility um, expert, and uh, I also have a tool that uh, I haven't really released yet that uh, that I'm going to leave for a little bit of intrigue for you. Okay. Um, the, and the final and, and the third piece and the third piece that I want to share with you is that I, with your viewers is that I have a huge passion for the accessibility of the travel experience. Okay. And I actually watched a previous show of yours where you interviewed somebody on that same topic. I think it was in 2008, 20, sorry, 2018. Oh, yeah, good memory. <laughs> yeah, well, I just watched it this morning. So there we go. Those yeah. are old shows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, yeah I'm, I was uh, I was grateful to be involved with uh, Sunwing Airlines in 2019, mm -hmm. and I helped them to develop an accessible uh, customer service training program for their staff on how to provide accessible customer service to travelers with a disability. Um, and that was really wide, widely received across at Sunwing. Uh, also have a background uh, training that training program that, you, that I developed uh, delivering that uh, municipalities across the province. Um, but I also trained uh, staff at Toronto Pearson Airport and a result of my involvement in several airport projects. Um, I have now been recruited by the um, uh, the excuse me, the Airport Council International. I am now in the process of beginning a project to develop a training program of airports across the globe. Wow. On how to provide services to travelers with disabilities. That is excellent. I'm really proud of that. Yeah. Congratulations. That's a, that's a yeah. real big milestone. And as yeah. the nation type kind of opens up, things start to evolve opening, people are starting to travel. Um, this is much needed because again, yes. right? It, it's again, yeah. people, individuals that have challenges that, you know, often you just, even not only inside the, the aircraft, also with navigating through the airport itself. Exactly. And that. Yeah, exactly. The, yeah, the, um, the Sunwing, I, I, I helped to teach Sunwing air staff, air, uh, airline staff on how to do airport as well as airline in the air accommodations. Um, but this current project is specifically for airports across the globe. And that's like any, any airport. Yeah. That will have access to this training. Um, and I'm really excited about that because, you know, as, as the uh, as travel opens up again, as commerce opens up again, I want businesses to know 
that people with disabilities are the largest minority consumer on the planet, okay? Because of baby boomers, we are, the, and we are going to be a larger and larger population yep. because right now the eldest of the baby boomers are just starting to experience disability and the youngest of the baby boomers over the next 20 years are going to acquire disability. So it stands to reason and, and baby boomers are the sector of our population, global population that has the most expendable income. That's right. So it stands to reason that when travel opens up, people with disabilities will be a larger than expected section, a piece of that business. So did the, so did the air, airline industry come to you about like sort of forming a, like an advisory committee or like knowing that when, you know, things do open up globally, that there's going to be this huge need and how do you accommodate that need and, and, and those challenges that come with that? Is that kind of sort of what happened? There's definitely some rationale there, definitely some, some motivation there. And it's also because, you know, during the pandemic, a lot of companies, smart companies, have taken the time to invest in their infrastructure. Right. You know, um, the companies that have taken the time to do that, they are going to hit the ground running when borders open again, when commerce is back to 100%. It's going to be those organizations, municipalities, uh, governments, businesses, small businesses, entrepreneurs, right from top to bottom. For those of us who have invested in education, training, um, uh refurbishing of, uh, you know, redevelopment, regrowing, re yeah. retro, exactly. Mm -hmm. All of those re activities, um, they will be, they will be the saviors and they'll be the ones, they'll, they'll be the, well, the activities that will have saved businesses. Yeah. Well, they're the ones who'll be aligned and ready to deal with this new type of environment. Precisely. That we're precisely. With, right? and, and it is business. And, and yeah. if they're accessible, all yeah. the better. Excellent. So you know what? We're going to take a little bit of a commercial break. And we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more with Trish. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after this message. <laughs> 